listening to General Admission, where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound. Hey guys, I'm Jen and welcome to episode 18 of General Admission and I'm here again with Alice as usual. As usual and um, today we're all joined by another guest a very special guest every single week we've got very special guests on i feel like that desensitizes that phrase but it is true yeah. that every week we do have like great guests on we do. um so yeah did you want to introduce yourself uh talk a little about your role in the band your band what your band kind of what kind of music you guys play and yeah uh hey it's um this is jamie from the band polaris uh i do vocals i'm the one that yelled at you and it does a little bit of singing here and there when you listen to our music. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah. I missed the other bit, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, that, that was a good intro. That was a great intro. So you're all good. You're safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So, uh, <laughs> so you're talking about you're the uh, singer of Polaris, or I guess like... He screams for a living. scream? You scream for a living. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Jay... Jake, our bass player, is the main clean vocalist, like, does all the singing. Yeah. Um, I kind of do a bit more of, like, the dirty yeah. kind of pitch scream singing here and there. And uh, every now and then I'll do, like, a bit of clean singing as well. But that's mainly Jake. Nice. Okay. Not the, the pretty clean stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into, like, screaming? Like, was it something that... Because it, I guess it is kind of an unconventional way of um, singing, I guess. Yeah, it was is. It? My mum calls it the devil <laughs> and, uh, because I, I started out like when I very first got into heavy music I started out uh, playing guitar like I, I, I'm actually a guitarist not as much anymore uh, I let Ryan and Rick do that because they're way way better than I am but um, yeah I just kind of over the years like I've always I just I don't know I wanted to sound like I wanted to do like you know what Ollie Sykes and Corey Taylor from Slipknot and all that was doing so I'm like yeah cool and then chucked on their their music and would just yell and scream along to it. <laughs> My mum would leave for work at like dead on the dot seven in the morning, so about five past seven I'd like blast my amplifier and just like one foot up on the on the amp and start screaming away until I had to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a yeah, good way to I start. Kind of have done that over the years and over over the years just refined my voice a bit more. Yeah. Especially when joining Polaris I um when I tried out for the band I'd said to them like, Hey, like I haven't really done screaming uh, properly for quite some time because in, in my old band when I played guitar I did the singing and I did back up screaming as well um, and I've done that so I'm like look it's probably going to sound like a dying donkey but uh, <laughs> if you like it then I'm definitely going to be working on my voice and uh, improving it and getting better and yeah they liked it and now we're yeah, so. <laughs> awesome. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and you guys have had a ripper of a year. I mean, like, you started it off with Unify and then supporting Parkway Drive and their Horizons tour. And then, I mean, you've just been back from Europe. I mean, it's been a pretty rip-roaring year for you guys. Mm. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty much one thing after another. And every, every like, since releasing the album, every tour, every show is, being, is becoming, like, bigger and better and... Uh, much more uh, not like much more exciting but like not like uh, past shows haven't been exciting but it's just every, with every tour that we're getting and they're playing it's like wow like we're playing with this band now we never thought that would happen and like oh we're doing this and wow we're going back over, overseas again like and now we're about to head off to America in a couple of weeks and we're like we never thought we'd even do that and we're going <laughs> up for two separate tours and it's like 
okay, all right. Yeah. What, what, what do we what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, I guess it's a very crazy, like, way to live, how it's constantly, like, you just keep going and going and going. And I guess it's sort of a topic that we've addressed a lot on this podcast. You know, like, when you're on the road and you've got all these, like, really exciting experiences and then it's like yeah up 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 and like then when does it not sorry this is like a very negative way but <laughs> i guess like when does it sort of slow down or like i don't mean that in a negative way i mean in like a kind of when does it sort of chill out like when do you get your downtime um, uh, no it's not negative at all i, I know what you mean it's uh i, I guess you say in between all the tours <laughs> yeah um, it is what we would class as downtime compared to being on the road, but in that so-called downtime, like we're still we're, we still meet up for yeah. a rehearsal uh, to prepare for like more tours, mm. uh, like you know upcoming tours. Sorry, not more tours, upcoming tours. And um, uh, in between all that, like we meet up uh, to to do writing as well. We're always on writing to uh, we're starting to write for make plans for our next album. Uh, but we're always, you know, meeting up writing or meeting up and working on other things to do with the band. So like it, it never really, it never really, really stops. But mm. obviously, being not being on tour is actually like a bit of downtime. Yeah. Uh, even though we're all still always doing stuff with the band, like as I say, it never stops really. Yeah. Like, I guess yeah. it's a labor of love. Exactly. You guys enjoy it and you love it, so it's not. And the grind's yeah, expected. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So I guess we touched that you just uh, you also just supported Parkway Drive. Um, were Parkway were they like always an inspiration for you guys? Like, was it a really cool moment to tour with them? Or I guess have you toured with other bands that like you kind of said you know that you never thought you would be on the same bill together? Has there been any like standout artists that you've played with? That... Uh, oh, big time. I mean, uh, before going into that, like we we said about Parkway, like when we when we got wind that. Uh, of, of the offer that we were going to be touring with Parkway, uh, we will. We didn't really believe it at first. So, like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me! This is like, you know, like Parkway Drive is, uh, especially like the Horizons album is one of the main reasons we kind of are playing this style of music. And without that album, without that band, we probably wouldn't. We probably all be doing music, but probably not to the scale of what we're, you know, like the kind of music that we play. Um, and when we first got the offer for that, like it wasn't said to us that it was going to be the Horizon, 10 years of Horizon tour. It was just like, yeah, it's a parkway drive tour, these are the dates, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, I'm mad. And then when actually, uh, when we actually got told, yeah, this is the decade of Horizon tour, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> this is like a dream come true tour, are you serious? Like, wow. Um, I mean, also with that, like, we, we played, like, when I actually sit down and think of it, like, we, we kind of, uh, do here and there like we'll take a minute to like when, when I actually think about it um, we've played with quite a lot of bands that we never thought we would like we opened for uh, Trivium a couple of years ago we toured we toured with Periphery mm-hmm. um, when we toured with In Heart Wake uh, last year I believe it was last year yeah um, we like Crossface and While She Sleeps were on that tour as well it was with oh, I could I could go on and on about like all the bands that all these bands that we've had the opportunity to play for it's actually quite uh, crazy when I sit down and think about it yeah. yeah and now the bands that we're like uh, coming up and doing with like we're about to go with America and tour Parkway 
uh, in America, and we're playing. We're going to be playing alongside with, also with Parkway, August Burns Red, and the Devil West Prada. Like the Devil West Prada are my all time favorite band. Like that, just blowing my mind. <laughs> and like going back to what I said, like we still with Periphery. Uh, Periphery is uh, Ryan's favorite band. So I remember when we pulled up to Brisbane for the first show of that tour, and Ryan was like, "Guys, I'm about like we're, we're about to start this tour. Like they have the song finished tour now. This is crazy. Oh my god, this is my favorite band. Like I, <laughs> I play guitar because of this band. What the hell? Why are we doing this? This is crazy. Like had a little bit of a freak out. So I'm probably, that's probably going to be me when we start the tour with Parkway over in America. I'll try mm. my best to not fanboy over the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's just going to be like even more massive with the fact that this is like the first time you guys are going to North America, right, and doing a tour there. Yeah, the first time going to America, yeah. How exciting. And, and like with your very, favorite band. Like, I don't think you're, you're better <laughs> <Yeah>. than that. <laughs> also too, I think like a, an Australian band, I think that's cool too to like experience a US tour with an Australian band as well. Like you're not going over to, not that there's anything wrong with it, like to go on over and support another US band. But I guess it's cool that you guys already have that connection. You've already toured together and you get to do that together. In the, in yeah, the, yeah exactly. solidarity. Like <laughs> when, when we toured with Parkway back in January, like we didn't really hang out with them or anything until I think it was like the last show. We we actually all we kind of all did our own thing at the show. Like we didn't want to get in their way, and um, <laughs> I, I guess we didn't want to like try to stand by this too much either. So we're just like, yeah, we'll leave. We'll leave them be. They're doing their thing. We're doing our thing, and uh, we didn't really hang out much until the last show of that tour. So. It'd be good to, you know, see them again and, you know, obviously the ice has kind of been broken from then. Uh, you know, it, it, it is a bit more company going over and supporting a band that we've already toured with um, other than, like, a band that we've never toured with. It, it does help a bit, but um, I'm just excited to get over there. Like, the we, we wanted to go to America. It's always been, like, a bit of a dream that we wanted to do but we never thought it would happen so soon I guess in, in this band's career I mean even with going to Europe like we've just come back for the second time now going to Europe we didn't think that was going to be happening anytime soon but it has like, mm, that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah I mean so considering cool. you've only released like like your first debut album and thinking about a second and all of this is already happening yeah and props to you guys yeah it's, <laughs> it's very very crazy time Awesome. Well, I guess speaking about other bands and inspirations kind of segues into our first segment of the show. So we do a segment called What's on Our Playlist. And basically we just all talk about, we pick one track that we've been listening to this week and we talk about why we like it. And we just go around in a little circle, a little figurative, imaginary circle. Um, and yeah, talk yeah. about a triangle in this case. Yeah, or a triangle actually. And, um, yeah, triangle, yeah. circle, <laughs> and um, talk about a song. So usually we let our guests go first. So if if you'd like to go first, or if you want some extra time to think of a song, we can go first. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe give me a little bit of time because I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Yeah, you need to filter yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, cool. Actually, I want yeah. to like before we kind of go into this segment. I'm curious because like you guys play. Do you listen to the same type of music that you play? Like, I guess because you're so immer- immersed in that scene. Like, is it a scene that you still listen to, like, leisurely? Or do you find yourself listening to other genres? Uh, yeah, yes and no. It, yeah, it's a bit of a yes and no, because we obviously listen to a lot of bands that are similar to what we do. Yeah. And, mm. like, newer bands that are coming out to, like, see, I guess, you know, what other bands are doing and what the uh, the current genre of music is doing. Uh, 
but also at the same time we kind of especially being on the road like when you come home you kind of get a bit sick of music and you kind of just want to not listen to anything like sometimes mm. on the road like when I'm on tour I'll be listening to music all the time just because I like being in my own little zone listening to whatever the heck I, I feel like listening to and not really talking to people but I mean that's mainly as well because like I, I, I like to uh, like looking after my voice on tour I don't like to talk too much like have a lot of vocal rest so if I've got headphones in people don't usually like talk to me that much but then I don't want to be like come across rude that I just don't want to talk to anyone but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, like we, we do tend to listen to the same kind of music, but at the same time, we all have our own different tastes and likes with our music. Like um, me personally, I, I listen to a lot of a lot more heavier stuff than mainly the rest of the guys. Rick and I are kind of like the heavy music listeners, um, but then I also listen to quite a bit of a, quite a lot of electronic music, and uh, I've lately been in a band into events. Um, uh, called The Midnight, which is uh, the best way I can describe it is it's kind of like this simple, poppy, 80s kind of sounding electronic group. Cool. I guess that's probably the best way I can describe it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But new kind of genre of music that I've never really listened to and I'm really digging it. So, like, I'll, I'll go from listening to, like, some brutal Death Corey song from my Isle of Murder or Oceana and then I'll chuck on, like, uh, some John Mayer nice. and, and I'll yeah. put on some like The Midnight or something like it, it changes things then I'll jump to like Skrillex or something like, it's, it's very all over the place yeah I think that's a good way to be to be honest it's it's good it yeah. yeah yeah. cool well I guess we'll talk about our tracks of the week um, yeah we'll go into that I'm, I, I like that I was, I'm was. i always curious because we like interviewed other artists who sort of say like I remember what we spoke to Ben of Slowly Slowly and he was like, when I'm not writing, like I just listen to heaps of pop music because like their music is quite like emotionally dense. Um, I thought that was interesting, I guess. Yeah, and then some of our guests don't even like listen to any music like while they're yeah, writing because yeah, I feel yeah. like it interferes with the process. So it's it's really yeah. subjective. Yeah. We'll go into our track recommendations. I guess yeah. speaking of like, this is a genre that I don't, I don't necessarily listen to either and I've just sort of started to delve into it. Um, I actually heard this song in someone else's Instagram story. Oh, so, really? Yeah. And then I'd like search the lyrics because I didn't know who sung it. Anyway, the song is called Banana Clip and it's by Miguel. Um, it's just like a funky, like, kind of R&B song i guess it's how the only way to explain it's very dancey like kind of almost a bit 80s like funk kind of track um yeah i just i really liked it and it's a strange way i guess to like find a song but the power of the internet (laughs) i'll be listening to that right after i finish my last uni exam yeah i need some funky dance vibes pretty pretty good to be honest so um yeah what about do you have a song for us i'll think about the midnight actually okay cool yeah um when um yeah, when we were over in Europe just recently, uh, the guys in Alaska and also we came and wrote, oh, pretty much every band was still with the uh, sound guy Drew chucked on this song and I was like, what's this? This is cool. Um, and like you said, like, this is a group called The Midnight. Have you ever heard of it before? I'm like, nah. And they just stick with all the bands like, were like, you need to listen to this band, blah, blah, blah. And, like chucked on all these different songs and I obviously started getting into them. Uh, this one song is called River of Darkness. 
slipped away. Nice. As I said before, they're, they're like this 80s sounding synth poppy, not so much trancey, but like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a very electronic kind of flow vibey, dancey kind of music with this very old school kind of vibe. And um, I'm like, personally with music that I listen to, I'm very, very big on like uh, emotive sounding melodies uh, and like music in general. So like, and this band, um, a lot of their melodies in their songs is just has like a lot of that emotional kind of vibe to it. So I vibe out heaps of it and really, really, like, I'll, I'll jam their stuff like on repeat 24 seven lately. Especially that song that like, all, all of their music, all of their songs are just insane. <laughs> yeah, awesome. nice. And is that kind of a motive way of like songwriting? Is that something that bleeds through in Polaris's music as well? Is that what you find? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, um, uh, with our, like, our music and our it's very personal, very emotional. So it, um, it does help like listening to a lot of music like that, whether it be even instrumental bands or not. Like, it does, it does help with, um, with what we do with the band as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about great? What track do you have for us, Jen? Uh, so yeah, I'm going to bring the heaviness back into it. Nice. Cool. <laughs> Which might appreciate. Have you heard of um a British rock band called As It Is? Uh, no, I haven't. Pretty. They're pretty sick. And um, they so they're releasing a new album called um The Great Depression, and they released um their latest single um which is called The Stigma. Boys don't cry. And I think just like even just the message alone of the song is really powerful because like the lyrics kind of speak to, you know, this this idea that, you know, guys, you know, shouldn't be emotional and, and shouldn't cry and, and be able to express it. Do you think especially in light of like things that have gone on recently um, is really important. And it's really, it carries through like with this like delicate kind of beginning and it just goes into full blown like, you know, rock tunes and rock vibes and, and then the guy like, because he does like a combination of, like screaming and and clean as well like it just it all just comes together and it's such a powerful song cool nice so check that oh, one out awesome. I'll, I'll have to check it out yeah awesome. please do cool well that's the little segment for this little episode the the first segment that sounds like i'm ending the episode I'm not. <laughs> um but we collate all of our all the tracks that we speak about we collate them into a spotify playlist called ga weekly so you can go and check that out on spotify if you are inclined to listen to some new music To go into our next segment of the show, we do a little part called an in-depth track review. So we usually get our guest to pick one of their tracks. It can be any song, a really, really old song or a really, really new song or any any song of their choosing to just kind of like break it down. And Or even like if there's like a music video or something that's like kind of related to the song or if you had like, there was like a cool memorable live performance of one of those songs that you guys had like on tour. I can talk about something that's happened on tour that kind of relates to a music video. Um, yeah, 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 go. Of our course. Song, yeah. In our song, Lucid. Um, the, in the last chorus, um, in the music video, uh, like it rains uh, rose petals onto us while we're playing. Mm. Um, when we were just uh, recently on a tour in uh, Europe with uh, We Came As Romans, The Last Crew, and uh, The Plot In You, 
when we played that song uh, at that chorus, um, there was, I think, this uh, girl and this guy in the front row, and they, like, I had my eyes closed, and I was headbanging, and I opened my eyes, and there was rose petals falling, and for a split second, I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm not in the music video. Why Why am I seeing rose petals? Like, am I imagining this? And then I realized that there was two people in front of me, like, just chucking, like, in, like from this box, like, rose petals up in the air in front of me. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cute. <laughs> and I, I met them after the show, and I was like, that was actually really sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really really cool and then yeah they, they ended up being another one of the shows midway of the tour and they did the same thing again oh, that's, that's so <laughs> nice. have you had any other like interesting interactions when you played live in or... that kind of sense that's probably the first time that something like that has happened mm. uh when we played ever but with that said like a, a big big majority of well practically all our shows uh for the past few years like um there's a lot of moments where people are singing along to certain lines and or a lot of our lyrics and screaming at me, but uh, singing along to like our choruses and uh, things like that. And even things like um, certain like call and response ideas from like my vocals or even Jake's vocals, that lyrics, sorry, in the song, um, like crowds will be like singing back those certain parts. And it's kind of, it's very, very, very overwhelming. I mean, obviously like, you know, you have like your drop lines in a song and, Usually, a crowd will uh, fans will catch on to that and start yelling the drop lines when you play those uh, those songs live. But it's it's still very overwhelming when you hear that stuff, or even just like a crowd uh, singing back like a chorus and it being that loud that like you can't even hear like I can't even hear Jake on stage because the crowd is that mm-hmm. loud. Like we had that when we played it uh, at Unify this year when we first came out on stage. We played Lucid. And the first chorus came in, and the crowd was that like ear piercing. I was, I turned to Daniel, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then like, <laughs> and I was headbanging at the time, and I like nearly slipped. There's, there's a video on YouTube. You'll, you'll find um, uh, of like if you like search up like Polaris Lucid at Unify 2018, you'll see in that chorus. Uh, I like turn around and be headbanging, then I'll turn back around again, and I slip, and I save it. And it was probably like the most scary moment of my life. And I thought I was like. Uh, they're a tit, gonna like knock myself out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah going, going back to what you're saying though, like ha- having like a crowd singing back your lyrics that loud is a very, very, very overwhelming feeling. I, I, I can't really describe it. It's mm-hmm. something that you like, you'd have to kind of experience yourself to fully understand how mm-hmm. it feels. So it, it's an incredible moment. That's probably the only other thing I could really like say. Uh, with, with like connecting with fans live and when you're having those moments and like or even people like grabbing the mic out of my hands to sing to scream lyrics uh, that I would normally do or whatever like it's, you know connecting like that with fans is, is really uh, it's, it's a very emotional uh, connection to, to people that like I've never met before like yeah yeah definitely and yeah. especially like in, in some instances where you might like bring out a really old track that you haven't played for a while and then you see how many people actually like you know know it and remember it and are singing back to you yeah that, that's uh, that's also a very, very nice feeling as well hopefully uh, that'll eventually happen on our upcoming tour so with a couple of old songs that we may be playing so Cool, cool. So I guess speaking of the upcoming tour, so you guys are about to embark on a tour with Just for the Dam that's a lot of the shows are sold out as well, which is pretty remarkable um, across yeah. Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess 
what are you looking forward to with that tour, I guess? The thing I'm most looking forward to, I'd say, is uh, just getting out to places that we haven't been to before. Mm. Like, it, it is, like, a, a regional tour, but if mm. you look at, like, the, where we're playing, it's not, like, really, really regional, but it's places that, you know, like, when we've toured in the past, uh, over the years, it's only mainly been, you know, your standards, like, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, and every now and then it's been like a Canberra, Newcastle or a Wollongong show, that's about it. Um, so I, I'm excited to get to, to get to play to places and, you know, to fans that potentially have never seen us before and have wanted to, but they, they live a bit too far out and haven't been able to come to a show or um, and just, you know, get out and see a bit more of Australia. Like we're playing in Hobart. We've never been, to, I've never been to Tasmania. We've never played as a, a band has never played a show in Tasmania. So we're excited to go to Hobart and see if uh, people know about us there and uh, see how people in Hobart do it, you know. Um, I'm just excited to get our, you know, take our new record on the road and get it out to places, as I just said, like, that we've never been to before and played to a whole bunch of new fans and hopefully make a lot of new fans as well along the way. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, yeah to, to go from, like, you know, a regional tour, like, you know, onto the road, yeah, in North America, like, that's, that must be a pretty big jump. Yeah, and <laughs> that's, that's another thing as well. With, like, the, with uh, the park road tour coming up, we've also, uh, we announced, I think it was just gone Friday last week, the tour we're doing with Gideon as well just before that. Um, and they're, like, a, a lot of different cities compared to the park road tour that we're doing uh, and a lot more smaller, up-close and personal scale kind of shows as well. So I'm really excited to be doing, I guess you could say, like, two, two different styles of tours within, like, a, a month and a half, two-month period. You know, you've got the smaller... Excuse me, the smaller club kind of shows, uh, which will be very up close and intimate and personal with Ginny and then uh, with that run of shows, and then the shows with Parkway with the Red and the Devil's Prada being a bit more up scale production and a bit more of like uh, obviously like bigger venues, bigger crowds, and yeah, re- really excited to. I'm just excited to be you know going on to the other side of the world again and playing to places that we've never had been to before and potentially meet fans that. Uh, have wanted to meet us and see us for a while and also hopefully make a hell of a lot of new fans too. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's so exciting. I guess we'll let you we'll let you go. Thank you so much for your time. And yeah, it no all sounds great. <laughs> I hope you have like the time of your life, honestly. It, it sounds <laughs> touring, amazing. Touring the US with like one of your favorite bands. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so yeah, congratulations as well. And with all the sold out shows, hopefully you get more sold out shows <laughs> on that tour before uh, it yeah, starts. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm just surprised that the shows have sold out the way that I have already, so I'm really excited. Thank so, you so thank, much. Thank you for having me on the show. You're listening to General Admission, where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound.